the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. Each week, Michael uses his coaching expertise to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Michael is a professional certified leadership, business, and life coach, serving as president of Professional Coach University, executive director of New Normal Coaching, and the lead pastor at Northwest Church. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Here's Michael. Well, happy February, and thank you for listening today to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm your host, Michael Smith, and I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. And you know, one week from tomorrow is the Super Bowl. And I tell you that a week like this sometimes gets lost in the shuffle, but we're going to give you a super episode today that I have titled Christian Coaching. So we're going to talk a little bit today, not just about coaching, but about this idea of Christian coaching. So to set the stage as we begin the conversation today, I'll just define coaching like this. Coaching is partnering with a client with the idea of providing a safe passage for them to move from where they are to where they want to go. This is what coaching is. It's a safe environment to help someone move from where they are to where they want to go. Now, that journey of, of, of advancement from moving from one point to another includes some very exciting words. It's not just about getting things done or accomplishing something, but that journey of moving from point A to point B includes a process of discovery. One of the reasons I love to coach is I can serve as a partner to watch and help somebody discover, discover what they may learn or what they already know or discover how to connect dots or discover where they need to make an investment. It's just this whole idea of discovery. And one of the things that happens through discovery is people engage in new thinking. So it's not just defending what you've thought before, but it's beginning to think something in a new way. And spiritually, this is fascinating. See, God has a creative nature that he creates something new, and he doesn't need anything in his hand to do it because he really holds all things in his hand. So he doesn't need, he didn't need certain ingredients, so to speak, to speak the world into existence. He just spoke it. It, it, it was new. In fact, he calls every new, every new uh, follower of Jesus is called a new creation. And so when I think about how coaching interacts with an individual, it helps them think something new. It's a new thought. It taps in to God's creative nature. So we remove ourselves from the rut 
that says, I, here's what I know, here's what I do, here's my experience. And we take the risk of thinking something new. And that brings about new awareness. It, it facilitates growth and development and learning. So coaching is this journey that's, that's a collaboration between a, a coach and a client. And it provides a safe environment for someone to move from where they are to where they go. But two, two sort of words emerge from that. One of the words is transaction. Coaching involves transaction. In other words, it involves the accomplishment of things or, or the reaching of a goal. There is a transaction involved. I want to, to learn XYZ. So you are coached to learn XYZ. Or I want to do something. Here's my goal. Coaching involves the transaction of accomplishing that goal. But the bread and butter of coaching, and this is why it, it works so well with discipleship coaching, Christian coaching, is it's not just about a transaction. Coaching is about transformation. It's about new identity. You know, there are three words that we get mixed up sometimes. Change, transition, transformation. I like to explain it like this. Change would be, hey, I'm living in my house I'm tired of the way that my living room is positioned, so I'm going to move the couch over here. I'm going to add a lamp. I'm going to move the TV to the other wall. And then you go to bed, you get up in the middle of the night to use the restroom. You walk through the living room and you smack your knee on the table because it's in a different place because everything has just changed. Sometimes change happens to us. Sometimes when things change, we can put it back the way that it was. But what's interesting, a lot of people don't like change. What I think the truth is, it's not so much the change, but it's transitioning from one thing to another. So let me explain to you what what transition would look like using a house as an example. Transition says, I want to remodel my house or add an addition onto my house. So the transition is the process of moving from where you are to where you're going. So it's it's when you hang like Visqueen on your house so dust doesn't go everywhere and you can't eat in the kitchen because things are being remodeled and everything's sort of messy, unsettled, and and we'll say changing or shifting or transitioning. It's kind of like you're in flux. And this is a very difficult time. But this word transformation, coaching involves transformation. It's new identity. So likening it to the illustration of a house, this would mean I built an addition, it's already added, it's already done, and I'm now paying more taxes on my house than I used to pay in the past because it's different. It is transformed. See, discipleship is not just about the change, changing from a sinner to a follower of Jesus. Salvation is transformational, but salvation is also a transaction. It's a change from sinner to follower, that new creation. But our spiritual growth, this whole salvation, this this development, the transition is messy. It's like renovating a house. It's where we discover biblical truth. It's where we learn to, to identify what we believe and to practice what we believe in our behavior. The idea is that we would obtain transformation or we would reach a maturity in our faith. And we know that, that, you know, some that are mature handle stress differently than the, the spiritually immature. Maybe, maybe you, you want to move away from when I'm stressed, I yell. But you, maybe a trans, uh, transformation would be in times of stress, I peacefully pray. 
Maybe you have desire uh, and, and, and you are feeding the desires of the flesh, but a mature person adopts God's desires as their own. There's a movie that I've watched a few different times. I don't. I watch it once or twice a year called Fireproof. And the husband actually uh, becomes a follower of Jesus in this movie. And he moves from looking through a lens of his self and satisfying his own desires and needs. And he, he, he's transformed. And he begins to look through the lens of serving and loving his wife. He's a different person. That is transformation. So today we're talking about Christian coaching, and that's what we're talking about, this transformation. You know, coaching helps a client get unstuck. You might be a pastor looking to grow a church past the 200 barrier, or maybe you're a Sunday school teacher or a small group leader, and your your group is just stale. Maybe you want to find clarity uh, maybe you're looking for clarity as it re- pertains to a career choice or building a building versus adding a service or hiring a staff person. Or maybe you want clarity to improve something, maybe like time management or how to be better at leading teams or how to plan the right missions trip. Or a lot of times people receive coaching to overcome something. They need transformation to overcome a bad habit or a character flaw in their life. When I think about Christian coaching, we are coaching toward transformation in people's life, service to the Lord, and behavior. In the second half of the show, I'm going to contrast coaching and discipleship. Then I'm going to talk about the typical coaching relationship, but I'm also going to explain and talk about a Christian coaching relationship. So if you've ever had curiosity about discipleship coaching or Christian coaching, you're going to want to pay attention. So I'm going to just ask the question to set up the second half of the show. How does it actually work? How does coaching work? How does Christian coaching work? Here's what we need to know to get ready for the second half of the show. First of all, a client or a disciple will set up a goal for a coaching relationship. I want to be mature in the Lord. Pure coaching would say, I want to be a better parent. I want to be a better manager, whatever that goal would be. Once you have sort of an overarching goal for why you want to hire a coach or work with a coach, then the coach and client schedule regular conversations. And each of those conversations has their own agenda. But each conversation works toward accomplishing the overarching reason for the coaching. So the idea is that each conversation helps accomplish an overarching goal. So when we talk about Christian coaching, we want to be mature in the Lord. Each conversation might talk about how do we coach around managing my anger? How do I coach around feeding my soul? How do I coach around uh, learning to pray and to trust God? But all of these topics support the overarching goal of being mature in the Lord. And and what you do in the course of this relationship is you check in, you measure, you find out, am I reaching that goal? Am I not reaching that goal? So I want you to stay tuned because in the second half of the show, we're going to have a paradigm of coaching. And I'll contrast that with the paradigm of Christian coaching. My hope is that you'll be inspired to receive coaching. My goal is that you are inspired to offer coaching and to be an 
be in relationships like iron sharpening e inspired. So stay tuned. You're listening to your discipleship coach now on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Hey, we're back. Thank you for staying tuned. You're listening to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm your host, Michael Smith, and I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Today's episode is centered around this idea of Christian coaching. And what I want to do in this half of the show is contrast the idea of coaching with discipleship. And and I want us to think about spiritual coaching, discipleship, as I think about that. In pure coaching, one of the things that's true is that coaching is client-centered. So the coaching relationship centers around the client's desires, the client's goals. What is it that the client wants? And sometimes the client wants advancement. Sometimes the client just wants a break. (laughs) Sometimes there's development. It just depends. What is it that the client is looking for? And coaching centers around the client. So when you're in a coaching relationship, we don't veer off path where the coach starts to hijack the conversation, guide it the way that he or she wants it to go, and starts mentoring and pouring in. No, no, no. Coaching stays true to the agenda and desires of a client. Discipleship, as a contrast, is not necessarily focused on what the client wants, but on what it's what I call Jesus-centered, on what Christ wants, what God wants for the disciple's life. So there's a little bit of a shift. It's still not about what the disciple maker or coach wants, but but coaching is client-centered and discipleship is Jesus-centered. Now, both coaching and discipleship deal with gaps. So in coaching, we find out what the standard is and how I I measure against the standard, and there's usually a gap. So we close that gap. In discipleship, it's about discovery of biblical truth. And then we look at how we behave according to that truth. And whatever that gap is, then that's the the formation possibility. That's that's where discipleship happens. But coaching and discipleship both deal with gaps. They both actually coaching and discipleship deals with discovery and awareness. Coaching, it, dis, it, it deals with discovery and awareness through the lens of myself. What do I discover? What do I learn? Where do I gain awareness about me and the things of which I focus? In discipleship, discovery and awareness is not through the lens of self. But discovery and awareness occurs through the lens of Christ and our personal response to it. So it's not becoming aware of what I have or can do. It's becoming aware in discipleship of who Christ is, what he wants, and how I respond to it. Now back to coaching. Coaching is what I call action-oriented, where the result is to have accountable action so you can grow and learn and develop. Discipleship is worship-oriented, where yes, there's learning and discovery, but the goal is not just to get better, it's to honor God. So coaching can be what I call non-direct, so pure coaching, where we don't use any formula, we just really follow the training and competencies of a coach, and we work with a client. 
Coaching can include a framework where you use a certain framework to work within. Coaching can be very directed. So a health coach might use a directed approach. And here are the four steps to be be healthy. Now, one of the things to think about is, is discipleship and discipleship coaching is directed. It's always directed around obtaining what God wants and reaching God's standard for our life. So there is always a directed component to discipleship. Now, when I, the last contrast, coaching is about reliance on the person being coached. So we rely on what the capacity of the client is, and there's collaboration from a coach. Different discipleship is, is not reliance on the client, but it's reliance on God and the disciple maker and the disciple. So it's the three, God, the disciple maker, and the disciple working together. So this is a contrast between coaching and discipleship. So as I mentioned, as you listen today about Christian coaching, I want to talk about coaching, and I want to contrast that with Christian coaching. So I want you to envision with me a triangle. So we have the point at the top, and then two points at the bottom, one on the left, one on the right. On the lower left, I want you to think about the person that's being coached. That's a player in the coaching in this environment. And also at the base and the right-hand side of the triangle would be the coach. Then the top of the triangle is what I would call the coaching relationship. So as the, the person being coached will, will invest in and, and give to the coaching relationship, but the, also the person that's being coached receives from the coaching relationship. Now, in a, in, if I want to look at the other side, look at the coach, a coach gives to the relationship, but is not really desiring to receive anything from that relationship. So the coach is a giver. So if you look at the person being coached and the coaching relationship, there's give and take. But the coach is just feeding the relationship, but also not receiving from the person they're coaching, but they are giving and investing in the advancement of the coach. So all arrows point to the person being coached. And the coach is, uh, the coachee is reciprocating by investing in the relationship. So the way that this works is everything that the coach is listening to and listening for is for the benefit of that coaching relationship and for the benefit of the client. Now, in a real coaching relationship, the person that's being coached does the heavy lifting. They do the hard work. And as they do work, they're receiving the benefit of the coaching. So they are are accomplishing their transaction, <laughs> they're being transformed, and they are growing and developing. But because they're the one working, making an investment of time and effort, even their own finances, that they are in, in pouring into that relationship. So they're giving and receiving the person that's being coached. The coach is giving. Now, I want us to think about how Christian coaching works. So again, at the bottom is the person being coached on the left side and the coach on the right. But the coaching relationship, we're going to take away from the top point and put it right in the middle of that triangle. And at the top, we're going to replace that vacancy now with the words Holy Spirit. So this becomes a complete picture of a, a Christian, a discipleship coaching relationship. So I want us to think about the three arrows again. So if I want to think about the bottom left to the top, so that would be coachee, person being coached, and the Holy Spirit. 
The person being coached feeds into to the spiritual development of their life, but they are hearing what the Holy Spirit is saying to them. Because remember, it's not just about what the client wants. It's about what God wants. So they are, they're, they're investing spiritually, but they're also receiving from the Holy Spirit. Now, the coach, here's where it's different. They are also giving and making a spiritual investment, but they too are receiving from the Holy Spirit. So there's a give and a take. Uh, so there's, there's the arrow goes both ways from the to and from the coach and Holy Spirit, just like the person being coached in the Holy Spirit. But what doesn't change? Here's what doesn't change. The coach is investing into the person being coached. So they're not necessarily hearing from the Holy Spirit for their own benefit. They're hearing from the Spirit of God for the benefit of the person that they are coaching. So this is Christian coaching. It's a partnership that's safe for someone to advance from where they are to where they're going. And, and a Christian coach is, is a fan and they are a support and they are for that client. And they're hearing from God for the benefit of that client. So a discipleship coach, they learn coaching competencies just like a professional coach. But what stands out, what's important, and I hope that this is exciting to you, a discipleship coach first enjoys a flourishing relationship with Christ they do give something away, which is not what a coach does, but a Christian coach does this. There, There is a giving away, and they are giving away their maturity and their experience with the person they are coaching. That, that's where the discipleship piece comes in. In my mind, there's coaching and there's discipleship. I will coach as long as coaching works, but I will never stop discipling. So a discipleship coach enjoys a flourishing relationship with Christ, but they also help a disciple discover what God has for them. But not only discover it, they help them implement what God has for them. Remember, it's not necessarily about what that disciple wants or prefers or desires. A Christian coaching relationship is about helping a disciple uncover what God has for their life so they can maximize their own spiritual development and potential. So today's episode, Christian Coaching, I hope you're inspired to maybe receive some discipleship coaching, maybe give some away. In fact, if you're curious about receiving coaching, you can visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com and take our free coachingness, our coaching readiness questionnaire. I'd love to hear from you, and please be sure to follow Your Discipleship Coach on social media and share our podcast with many, many people. But I want to thank you for faithfully listening and growing and letting me be part of your life. You're listening today to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Today's show has been brought to you by our sponsors, Chicago Indian Church at chicagoindianchurch.com, Professional Coach University. Maximize your potential at Professional Coach University, where you can become a certified coach or invest in yourself through personal development opportunities. Just visit professionalcoachuniversity.com. Hey, and also we have new affordable training courses that begin here this month in February. Visit professionalcoachuniversity.com to learn more. I want to let you know, as you listen today, I am for you. And God is for you. And if God is for you, who could be against you? Thanks for listening today on AM 1160. Hope for your life.
Thank you for listening today to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. We hope you feel encouraged to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Be sure to follow Michael and Your Discipleship Coach on social media. You'll find the links at yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. And while you're there, you can click the Give Now button to support this show and to provide scholarships to pastors and Christian leaders to receive coaching. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. That's your discipleship coach.com partnering with you to fulfill god's purpose in your life three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.